How should I do my Good. voice? Albert, are you doing a? Who's 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 Dijon? He's this like this Desan Desan Desad Desad. So it should be an evil voice, eh? Like like uh, Starscream. Yes. Starscream. Yes. <laughs> Starscream. I told you the Pacific. Oh, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> I told you the Pacific Rim bots would fail. Yes, yes, you did. My master. Now that the Pacific <laughs> Rim. <laughs> what happened? My master. What? But master, you saw I could be the chosen one. <laughs> I'm the chosen one. I want to be master. Uh, I want to be in the. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Star <laughs> Wars. Not Star why. Wars. <laughs> Kung Pao. <laughs> oh, that one. Oh. Okay, okay, I'll start over. <clears throat> I told you. Oh fuck! Star scream! <laughs> Star scream! Star scream! I told you the Pacific Rim bots would fail. Yes, yes, you did. My mask. <laughs> God damn it! I need to get more water. This is okay. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, hold on. Be right back. I, I'm actually gonna get more water too. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you the Pacific Rim bots would fail. Yes, yes you did. My master, now that the Pacific Rim franchise has been destroyed, how will you retrieve your legendary sip? Uh, part three is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. We get the introduction of Flash here. Uh, he, he's applying for a position as a dog. Take care of I'm Walker. a dog. Chasing dog watchers. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> He's not a dog. Chasing cars. Um, you, you get the interaction of him and I forgot what this lady, this girl's name is, but he's just totally distracted. She's also distracted. Uh, there's a uh, guy eating a sandwich. He drops it and he's, he's like crashing in the people and Flash comes and he saves this girl, grabs a wiener while, he's, while it's flying in the air. Sets her down. And, and why does he stay there? Why does he stay there for her, her to see him? I mean, he needs friends, I guess. And if you're a superhero, you're going to have a lot of friends. Yeah. Uh, and he's... I don't know if he gets a job or not. He he has a, a meat stick with him. And he keeps the dogs calm in this crazy situation. So I'm assuming he gets a job. But he, he's gone for this mission. So he probably loses it uh, along the same, like, same week. Yeah, he missed the first day. Yeah, he missed the first day, and they just hired some other guy. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Bruce and Deanna have a, a a cool scene together where they're talking about the other superheroes, and they touch hands, and then Bruce is like, oh, sorry. And I, don't, I, I call like that Diana. a cool scene? I, I, I like their, their dynamic between them. I don't know why. I thought it was weird that they're trying to add some kind of sexual tension into it. I... I I was well, I was waiting for the next scene in Bruce's bedroom in his bad cave. Uh, <laughs> uh, Victor Stone's backstory. <laughs> uh, I thought Victor Stone's back backstory was Victor's 
zone, Victor Stone. His backstory was weird. His mother tries to justify cheating uh, someone's grades, and I, I didn't like that. Um, and Victor blames his dad for everything, even though uh, his dad saved his life. And it's, it's kind of weird, but you find out Cyborg is pretty strong, and he can basically just destroy the world's financial systems if he really wanted to. Yeah, Why would I you give no your idea. child this? Why would yeah. you give your child a pair of glasses to send nukes and uh, everything? Oh, that's that Spider-Man. Far from home. Uh, or uh, <laughs> Yeah, it is far from home. Um, same situation, but uh, don't do that. If, you, if you're a scientist, do not give your child the means to destroy the world because they're going to mess yeah. up. Yeah. They are. Um... It's. I. I think it's nice to be nice, uh, but Cyborg isn't really thinking about all his actions and the consequences he has of his actions. Mm-hmm. Um, but he grows up uh, throughout the story, so I mean, there's some character development there. Uh, the Flash is annoying, and he's supposed to be, so I guess that's okay. Um, you get the scene where Wonder Woman meets Cyborg, and Wonder Woman's trying to break through to Cyborg, saying that she left the world uh, because she lost someone that she loved and I the scene almost works for me but you know Gal Gadot's performance is not all not 100% but she's 100% so it's okay uh the (laughs) the uh Atlantean mother box um that scene where Stephen Wolf is killing everyone and like cutting everyone in half and like there's blood everywhere I'm just like it's guarded like by six people compared to the Amazonians yeah it's yeah, weird. but yeah. it's underwater. Who though. knew that? Who, who knew <laughs> Stephen Wolf can breathe underwater and was as strong as all these Atlantis? Like no one knew that. Like, who knew that? Why is this guy so strong? Because, <sighs> because I don't know. Because don't Thanos made questions. him that way. Don't ask Thanos him questions. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. And you get the cool scene where uh, she can water bend the blood out of his face, and I thought. Hey, just hold on for longer, and you just kill him right there. No armor can stop mm-hmm. your water bending right there. So, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to run. <laughs> yeah. <You're swimming>. Um, <laughs> this this part was okay, I guess. <laughs> I He's got the. I don't know what to yeah. say. Steppenwolf has the creepy bug that can pro- project maps, read your brain. He stole that from Megatron, so just exactly just take that with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I like what this part tries to do in showing uh, who Cyborg and the Flash are as people. But uh, again, it just kind of goes to my earlier point that it's just just don't have character introductions in in a movie about a group because you have. You have three so far, you know. You got uh, you got Wonder Woman scene, these two, and pretty much Aquaman's story too that we haven't really got into too much yet. Yeah, and this is this is what an hour and a half in the, in the movie, almost two hours at this point. Yep, probably. So, um, yeah. What do what do you guys think about how Cyborg looks in general? He feels. 
Only because I know Saberg from Teen Titans, and I love that series. When there's trouble, you know who to call. Teen Titans! <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, continue, Robert. Sorry. Uh, I, I feel like he... Even in that series, he made more light of most things. But I guess in the cartoon... He's been a cyborg longer than what Victor Stone in the Justice movie has been. So I can kind of see his maybe apprehension or disgust of his father's actions. I can see that. But it's weird. I figured he'd be more human, act more human. He what, do you, feels... what, do you, what do you think about how he how he actually looks though do you think yeah i feel he would be more human like yeah less robotic you you think he he has too much cgi robots going on definitely um i i don't think so uh based on how much damage he was like sustained during the accident that must have been a crazy accident by the way um he's basically just a torso and then, like, his right arm is an elbow, and he got, like, a nub. So, he's probably sustained a lot of damage along his whole body. So, the mother box is there to transform and rebuild and restructure things. So, but also based on the look, um, he has a similar look to whatever planet these mother boxes came from. Like, Stephen Wolf has, like, a similar they have similar looks to each other and i'm okay with it because the mother boxes probably made created them made them that way so there was some type of lineage to follow when, when it came to technology so i was okay with yeah. that i just think that some of the cgi was kind of funky but yeah if you have 70 million dollars to finish and recreate a whole movie you're gonna have to spread it pretty thin and for the most part it worked does he look drastically different than the theatrical cut? I no. Uh, I don't. I think. Th- I, don't think, I looks... think he has less scenes being completely covered. And in... gotcha. Because he... I remember looking at some scenes and cuts that Steppenwolf looks totally different. Uh, that's where I was going to oh, go yeah, to yeah. to next. Yeah. Is how do you feel about the the change in Steppenwolf design? Oh, I love the Shredder. And the thing is cool. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Megatron in this movie? Megatron. Oh, hold on. Wait, hold on. Okay. He's he's a mixture of the two. Well, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I think he looks he looks way cooler than he did in the original cut. I just don't like his voice. I think his voice is too modified in the original one. I thought he was menacing enough, and then they gave him a lot of just effects on top of each other, layered on top, and I thought his his design was better his voice was just kind of almost bane dark knight rising ish it's kind of weird to listen to hmm. okay yeah uh yeah I, I agree i think the design in this one looks a lot better than than the last one by far he actually looks yeah. he, he doesn't look human which I, he just looked really tall and like it like a just giant man child in the first one. I need more interesting 
alien design, not humanoid. That's what I like, but oh well. Look at how he looks in the comics. I will. Like right now? <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> while, while Jesse's uh, going over part four. All right, part four. Dance machine. I mean, chains machine. Uh, so we're rescuing the hostage- hostages. What hostages were they? Oh, it was his father and the eight scientists. That's what it was. Yeah. So they're in the... Uh, the rest rescuing his father. Um, we get that whole scene with him fighting Wonder Woman, and everything all flooding, and that fight was okay, I guess. A lot of disposable bad guys, but I mean the same thing could be said about the first Avengers, all disposable bad guys. Yeah, the uh, we get the uh, anti-life equation. Uh, these are kind of brief notes, and I, I don't remember what they mean. Um, what does anti-life equation do exactly? Doesn't it just make parademons? It's supposed to be able to control? Control people, and then Wonder Woman says, oh, it makes them into parademons. And I'm thinking, okay, so how do you have parademons already if it's supposed to make them? Something else makes parademons. Okay, well, then Wonder Woman just spoke out of line and just lied to people. Um. Yeah. So, if if it's supposed to make parademons, then they had it before, and then Darkseid just forgot the equation somehow, and then he's stupid. Um, <laughs> Amnesia. They set up Superman's resurrection better in this movie than they do in the first one. Uh, they get more. I mean, we get some explanation, some dialogue, but I think it explains the Mother Box's properties better. And you mm-hmm. get a better lead up to, oh, okay, maybe we can do this Superman versus in the first one. They just kind of jump like, oh, does everyone think what I'm thinking about? And that's what I think Flash says. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, that's not, that did not add up at all in my head. But in this one, you kind of get an escalation of steps to this point in time where they're thinking, oh, Superman, we can re- resurrect him. Um. I, yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. When Steppenwolf is not the only source of evil that they have to face, that there's something yeah. else out there too. Yeah. Or at least definitely... e- even if they didn't know about Darkseid yet, that Steppenwolf was a decent threat that they couldn't handle themselves. Yeah, and you can you see that throughout the movie, like he's he's handling everyone pretty decently, besides mm-hmm. Wonder Woman who is giving him some fight. But if it's Wonder Woman and Sef- Steppenwolf fighting by themselves, I- I'm going to give the battle to the bigger, stronger alien versus Wonder Woman. Yep. Um, And then we get the introduction to Martian Manhunter, which I felt like was extremely forced. And his CGI looks really funky. Yeah. And... It's a character from the first Super Man of Steel Superman movie that's supposed to be Martian Manhunter the whole time. It's a retcon that does not work. Kind of like okay. Peter Parker in Iron Man 2, but gotcha. I mean, I didn't like that. And plus, it takes away, for me, the meaning behind the sincerity of Martha and Lois talking. Yes, it does, and I don't know how he knows all that information either. So it just doesn't seem like, like it, 
Yeah. Lois yeah. still takes away from it the same meaning, but it just feels fake. It does. It, <laughs> after it make knowing sense. it's Martian Manhunter. It seems like that was a reshoot, and they kind of yeah. just forced that in. It, it didn't work for me. The scene yeah. worked for me, it, yeah. but not the reveal. Right. Like, what's the point of Martian Manhunter being in the movie with this reveal? Like, I have no idea. Like, oh, is he going to take part in these battles? But no, he doesn't do anything throughout the whole movie, even though he probably does know it's happening. He should have. He should have did something. He should have helped out. I don't know his powers, yeah. but he he could have helped out for sure. He basically has psychic powers. Yeah. So yeah. Me too. Yeah, like a like a Green Lantern that doesn't need a ring. Okay. Um, part four. Yep. Not sure. Yeah. Uh, just uh, just small little tidbit for me on part four is I- I'm glad that, like you said, they explained how they got to their point for reviving Superman. It, the original felt like it was mostly about reviving Superman. Yeah. <laughs> and it was all about him, whereas this one it's just like, okay. Maybe we can revive him, and if we do, that's a help, that's a big help. But it's not end all be all right. end of the world if we don't. Because it's the world's ending anyway, so might as well revive him. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I just, I just found it funny when John said it's not the end of the world, but I mean, they <laughs> literally explain if they if they can't revive him, the mother box is activated and it is the end of the world, but. Well, they could, they still have a chance to fight. Like they don't need him right. to fight. They got to fight anyways, so might as well yeah. try to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Um I just yeah, I I liked the setup of integrating the Flash and Cyborg into this team even though it's still very young. Yeah. That Cyborg has a role, the Flash has a role creating electricity by going really fast mm-hmm. it's interesting and then you get a tiny bit of the flash being able to reverse time by the cube rising out of the water yeah that that's in part five but we can segue into part five. Oh, excuse me uh all the king's all the king's horses but yeah uh oh i, I guess the I, reference is humpty dumpty where they're trying to put back together superman put back okay i got you superman yeah um and to I'm agreeing with your point that we get that tiny glimpse of Flash being able to reverse time, and then that's setting up without saying, "Oh, I can reverse time." It's setting up visually that, yep, he has this power and can activate it in stressful, urgent situations. Yep, showing instead of telling. Yeah, so that that was definitely. That wasn't in the original, and, and I'm, oh. I'm glad that they put it in. Yeah. Um, so, part five. Do you have some uh, stuff to say about part four, John? Any more? I'm going to save what I have next to say for part. Actually, you know what? I, I, I will say it because... Um. No, no, I, I definitely want to save it for the next part. Sorry. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, part five, all the king's horses. Uh, we get uh, everyone ro- grave robbing Superman. Uh, so it's still Superman's body. We get a little 
a little connection between an Amazonian and an Atlantean, and they've been at war and and not talking to each other for thousands of years. They get they have the quote of nothing, uh, none are taken back from darkness, not without giving one back. Um, I think that was a cool quote, but I don't know who they were giving back. Maybe Superman's part of Superman was not coming back, so they they kind of came back with a different Superman. Um, but there was some connection there that I think they needed to start building because at the end of the mm-hmm. movie they they're really working together. Doctor Stone breaks the rules for his son. Uh, there's a alien contaminant in this facility. He goes, "No, it's a false alarm," and he sees his son like coming in with the superheroes and he's always by the book and uh, he's starting to change for his son um, right. he, because he realizes that it's not always by the book if uh, you break the rules you're scum but if you if you abandon your friends you're lower than scum that's yeah. a, a wise Kakashi Hatake quote right there <laughs> um, but thank in, you sensei you get a you get a weird scene with Lois and she opens her drawer and she gets her badge and there's a pregnancy test. Is Lois yeah. pregnant with Superman's child? Like, wh- well, what's she going? she grabs the test and goes into the bathroom, but then we never hear about that again. Yeah, I'm just like, is she pregnant with a Superman baby? I guess. What's going on? It's only that... been like I guess a month, right? Yeah. That that's like the super Zack Snyder cut when we see all the additional stuff and it's six hours long. It I thought somewhere at, toward the end there would be some kind of congratulation or Superman can use some special vision to tell if she's pregnant or not. Yeah, super sperm. I don't know. Some <laughs> super weird <sperm>. stuff. <laughs> um. Pregnancy vision. <laughs> um. We get a vision from Cyborg, and I think that's when everyone's dead. Like, Wonder Woman's burning. The Amazonians are burning Wonder Woman. Um, Darkseid's killing uh, Aquaman. And I really want to see everything, all the movies leading up to these moments, because I feel like if they play it right, it's going to be close to an Avengers um uh, Infinity War was. Uh, so oh, if yeah. they can play it right, I think they I think they could do it better than I I don't know. I'm I'm pause I'm being positive and optimistic for this universe. Yeah. But this movie is technically non canon. So it's really <laughs> weird that this non canon with the rest of the D C yeah, universe. Cinematic the Josh universe. Josh Whedon movie is the canon movie from what I've heard. Huh. And I and I don't like that. Because it, it just sets everything up weirdly, and we don't get all these cool visions. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I think that anything that would go off of the Justice League movie, they have to have more characters. You can't have a team with two versus three or three versus two. Yeah. Yeah. Or Superman trying to be some neutral party because. Whichever team he's on, Batman will have to be opposite. Use Kryptonite to some advantage. Yeah. Which, pretty much, he already did. He did. 
And Superman should have won that movie too. So uh, <laughs> that was that was not a good decision. Uh, Superman, a uh, note. Superman is jacked, and he's definitely the strongest, and he can take the whole team without no problem. Oh yeah. Uh, the best scene in the movie they still have from the original cut, and it gives me chills every time I see it. When Flash is in his speed force, and everyone's kind of holding Superman down. And you see Superman's eyes glance at Flash, oh. and you're just like, "This is not good." Because yeah, that was amazing to watch. Yeah, that was by far the best scene in the movie, and it still is. Yeah, I. Yeah, but at the same time, I also wonder like, there, what's the world point of this scene, other than just to show Superman fight everyone? Because for me, I don't see why he would be confused coming out of rebirth now I, I just didn't see a reason why i mean i've never seen someone be reborn so i don't know the side effects of dying and coming back <laughs> yeah but he pretty much learned enough from lois lane after seeing her and talking to her to feel okay about everything it just felt weird hey you remember that that movie we saw, Interstellar, Love is the most powerful force in the universe. Yeah, I do. Still applies. Still oh, applies. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, Superman has one power, I think, that uh, he didn't have in the other movies, and that's to stop Wonder Woman's annoying theme song when she's about to slam her gauntlet stops her hands, and the, move, and the music does not play. I'm like, perfect. Oh. Her Thank theme God. song played way too much. Yeah. <laughs> like every time she's about to do something, yeah. it just comes on, yeah. It played literally like 15 times, and I was like, I like it, but after the fifth time, I think I'm over it. Uh, we lose <laughs> the scene in this We lose the scene in this, this movie. We lose the scene, Do You Bleed? Uh, Superman saying it to Batman, and that was in the original oh. movie where... Uh, he's he's going up to Superman and he goes, "We we need you uh, to help us." And Superman goes replies back with, "Yeah, but do we need you?" And he's picking him up by the jaw. And he's about to crush his face, and he he goes, "Do you bleed?" And then we get Lois Lane introduced here. So I kind of like that scene, yeah. but it's, it's a little on the on the nail of the. On the head of the nail, right there, back to the first movie. So I can do without it, I guess. Um, and then the mother box scene, we get some more lasers and uh, a great, I think, visual with Cyborg's father on one side and Stephen Wolf's, uh, I almost said father on the other side, but Stephen Wolf on the other side <laughs> and Cyborg's in the middle. And it, it's just a uh, a beautiful and uh, like metaphor of where he is human and and a killing machine and um you also get the moment where his father dies and sacrifices himself and I thought that was mm-hmm. I think earned and well planned out and also a smart move uh, on the father's part and so we get an explanation of how they the heck they figure out where the third mother box is going to be and where it's at uh, mm-hmm. So I think this is uh, a better part of the movie where we get Superman, his rebirth, and explanation for part 
six. Yeah, part six. And Batman has six satellites, so just don't forget that. <laughs> and everyone's an orphan. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming this is the end of part uh, part five. Yep. Yep. And and, and this is this is what just kind of takes me away from the movie and what I think is probably the biggest flaw okay. is that you have this really big baddie and all these minions flying around looking for these these mother boxes and they end up spawning a, a, a fortress in the middle of a city or not a city but like a little town mm-hmm. and no one's aware of it like well, they have apparently there's super radiation. They they explained it away with it's toxic, it's perfect. Like that was the sentence that super armored his fortress. Okay, okay. <laughs> there's too much radiation for normal life. Yeah, but you have satellites and I don't and, know, man. Yeah, man. I, I I don't know. It's just like <laughs> you you would think with how much they're they're running amok in this movie trying to get the these mother boxes and people are getting kidnapped and yeah it's not like it, these bugs are these parademons are super stealthy creatures and it's I just mean, like no one were? no one no one <laughs> no one knows what's going on and it's just it's it, it makes you feel like there's really no no threat at all to earth because yeah you, you know that at the end of the day the heroes are going to save everything because right I mean, because they're flying, their base is in Russia, right? Somewhere yeah, like that? something uh, like yeah. that, yeah. And then, obviously, this te- our team is somewhere, I would imagine, in the U.S. Yeah. Right? It wouldn't be some yeah, European like, country. I think it's like in New York or like right. New Jersey area, like the made-up cities of Gotham and Metropolis. Right. Yeah. So like, how how would parademons get anywhere? Teleport? I don't think so. They'd be flying. Boom tube. That's how everyone <laughs> got around in the alien. That that's the that's the name of the thing. That's the name of the, the so tube that comes ridiculous. out. So ridiculous. Boom tube. Boom tube. Um. Yeah, I I, I don't know if <laughs> if weird. people could find out about Ultron and Sokovia. <laughs> yeah. Then they they could definitely hey. find out about Stefan Wolf in Russia. Hey, don't talk yeah. about that terrible movie, all right? We don't what talk about terrible. that. Terrible. That wasn't that bad. <laughs> terrible. Huh. Anything okay. about, uh, I was going to say phase five, part five. Part five. What were we talking about last before I made the, we made an Ultron reference? Uh, his giant fortress or and his army. Uh, and Cyborg's no one... development. Okay, yeah. We do get that scene where the father goes back into the house and uh, he goes, oh, um, what's his name? What's Stone? Uh, Victor. He was like, Victor. And his closet's like been, like, I guess, thrown out and it's all a mess. And he turns around and there's there's one of the parademons right there. So apparently they are pretty stealthy or uh, he's not very observant. So I can't tell which <laughs> yeah. one. And both of yeah. them don't make sense. Um, but yeah, uh, part five is over. If you guys are ready to move on to part six. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I have very little notes in part six because I was having a good time with this last fight. And, uh, 
I have a couple questions. Why does Superman go to Alfred when he comes to see Alfred? Because they don't know what's going on. They don't know where he's going. He doesn't know where to go. He's lost. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he has to he has to go and talk to someone to find out where yeah. they're going. Okay. Because right. you know the, the giant fortress that's in the toxic area that no one could see via satellite or any other tracking. Or- Oh, you mean like Superman hearing across the world like he has in other movies? Like, yeah, maybe some radiation sense. He forgot his powers. Um, I enjoyed Cyborg's scene or, or dream or parallel universe here where he's interacting with the mother boxes and he's integrating with them. And he's either in limbo or it, it's something along those lines and he, he he sees his mother he sees his father and he sees himself and the, obviously the mother boxes are affecting his mind but there's also that sadness that he has a chance to like kind of go to his parents and be at peace with, with everything that's been going on and uh, he has to give that up to come back to reality to help save his friends and his new family that he's gained. But I thought that I think Cyborg definitely is probably, if not the best character in this movie, uh, one of the, one of the like top one or two. Yeah. He, he was the most developed and I think he, I think we missed out on seeing him give that credit to Wonder Woman who pretty much convinced him to join the team and for what reason other yeah. than himself watching his father die but I, I think he cemented that he's gonna try to make things right yeah and accept the quote-unquote gifts that he was given mm-hmm. to be a monster yeah I, I think part six did a much better job with the final fight than oh yeah part than the original uh i I actually, it probably is what bumped it up a lot for me because in, in this fight scene, it, it feels like everybody has their their moment. It's not, it's not just Superman, like, and that, and that's the biggest thing. It's not just Superman here to save the day. It's the Justice League. Even Superman loses. I mean, e- even the Flash gets gets his moment. You know, like, yeah, he 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 pretty much saves everyone. He's the one that saves everyone. Um, with yeah. his running faster than the speed of light, you know, and I think in, I read in the original because I I forgot exactly all he was delegated to was um, saving people that were were trapped there. Saving Ooh. one, I, yeah, I think he saved. Yeah, go ahead. Saves one yeah. family in the truck, and Superman yeah. saves the whole apartment complex. How does it hold together structurally? Does it make sense? <laughs> In all a toxic environment, and in a toxic environment, they're all they're all dead. But he just picked up a dead apartment complex. Um. um a, additionally, he Superman has a new suit in this one, right? Yeah, yes. all dark, all black, stealth mode. This is from the comics. Um, him coming back to life after being killed by Doomsday. Superman lives. Uh, it's the black with the iconic S symbol. Well, hope symbol here, Ness. but being silver, yeah, it's not this. Um, <laughs> did you, I like this costume? I I thought it was slick. Um, 
It matches with but, everyone else's darker colors. Yeah, it does. And um, what did you guys think about if if it weren't for Barry Allen that uh, Justice League would have actually lost this movie? I, I, like I mean, it. I like it. Uh, I, I just have problems with how they got to that point. Um, you have Flash running around the entire time waiting for Cyborg to give the cue and while he's uh, doing that um, Batman's picking off all of the people shooting at him and this one random one just keeps shooting at the same spot and he finally hits him. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, okay, I felt... so yeah. Nicole, Nicole had the same problem and uh, she goes, how did he hit him? And so if you're moving at the speed of light in that small circumference, if you shoot in the line of running he's going to be in that spot for debris for for everything so he's he's going to sustain damage so if you're moving that fast you're going to you're going to be running into that spot multiple times per second yep. which i think would do more damage than just getting hit by a laser yep even though he he sustains one side cut on his his torso which he'd he'd be dead if he got hit by that Honestly, it's just weird that it prevents him from running so much. Like he has he's to a baby throughout the hit. whole movie. He's a baby yeah, throughout I, the whole movie. I got a yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, I, just, I just think it's kind of dumb how that how that was happening and how everyone else is aiming at Batman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman and this one's just firing at the Flash for whatever reason and Batman just <laughs> never gets to him. And one. I agree that <laughs> Batman doesn't do much. What you mean? Yeah, he just doesn't do much. They, yeah, they don't really show him doing much except for picking off the the weaker ones. Right. What's he supposed that, to do? He's going to get cut in half by seven wolves. That get that's, more that's, vehicles. That's the problem. More that's the problem I have. That's the problem I have with Batman in this movie. He he feels like more of a human than he ever has in a superhero movie. Uh, I would disagree. I, I think, I think you put Christian Bell in this same movie, and he's he's even less effective than than this Batman. He's smarter, but I think he's he's just not as a, as much as a killing machine as this Batman is. I would argue that it's not the same. Not the same. Uh... How 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 do I? It's not it's not the same. You can't you can't compare the two. One's not for an extended universe. One one is for his own films with his own bad guys, who have the same power levels that he does, and the other is supposed to be on par with superhumans, and he's not. He's nowhere. He's nowhere near. There's no. There's nowhere. Yeah. There's no way he's going to be on par. So you have you have his on par is supposed to be technology. And intelligence, yeah, but uh, and ev- everyone's just as smart as him, which not is not everyone. It's, I, I would, it's I would Barry argue. Allen, Barry Allen. It's Cyborg because he's basically a freaking computer. Superman's not on par. He's he's a he's a god, so his brain is I, probably. I, I, I would say that they. Uh, <laughs> they <Super> brain. <laughs> I, I, I would say that. All the superheroes in this movie have a level of intelligence where they are able to completely understand what everyone else is saying. 
not with Aquaman. no questions asked. Not Aquaman. They they all they all understood the plan pretty well. There's no uh, there's no really questions. You you yeah, could but, speculate, but they don't really they don't show that, and that and that just further brings down who Batman is. Hmm. I gotta watch it one more time. And the, oh my <laughs> just God. kidding. Um, I don't know. I I don't think I don't think uh, Aquaman's very smart in this movie. I think the the plan's not hard to understand. And I think Wonder Woman. Uh, okay, okay, I'll give you that. Um, I think the only <laughs> one. <laughs> uh, yeah, Batman's not very smart in this movie, but I don't think, besides Cyborg and and Barry Allen, I don't think anyone is exceedingly more um, intelligent or strategic than Batman is. I think you're right there. Well, well, I mean. We we say strategic as well, but who did he did he come up with the plan? I, I don't really remember. I don't I don't think he did. I think it was Cyborg. Mm, yeah, but he he has access to everything. Like Saturday. you make you make you make Cyborg this powerful, and there's there's no way that he shouldn't have been. He he could have been him himself going to fight this army by himself, utilizing Bruce Lane, Bruce Wayne's technology. Like, I, yep. Like if, Cyborg could have taken control of a dozen Predator everything. drones flying around. Yeah, like space around the air. And and the, the, that's I mean it's just the that's yeah. just the writing of your characters then at that yeah. point because yeah, I I mean every other every other media that we've seen like. Batman is able to to stand his stand on his own with these superheroes, not rely on them as much as he does. That's true. Yeah, yep. I do have to agree with you on that. Um and then uh any more for part six? No. <laughs> but besides besides um I think Superman's terrible line when he's coming back to fight uh Steppenwolf. What was his line? I forgot something. He was, uh, I'm a big fan of this, but I'm also a big fan of justice. And his his line in this scene is, he gets an axe to the shoulder and it doesn't do anything. And he goes, I'm not impressed. It's better than what we got, but it's not that good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I do like that. I do like that we see... They cut off his head. Yeah, they cut off his head. Uh, I thought that was cool. They sent a message to Darkseid that, uh, you know, we're we're not we're not just the human race. We're 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 more powerful than you realize, and I think it's better than. I keep alluding back to Marvel movies, but that this is what I'm comparing it to. I think it's better than uh, the Avengers defeating Loki. And then we get uh, Thanos' minions saying, oh, to go against the Avengers is to court death. Like, uh, based on that one movie that we get with the Avengers, Thanos would have still wiped the floor with the Avengers. Like, there was no... The power level between him and the Avengers was, I think, a lot smaller. Wait, no. What am I... 
I, I don't agree with that. And if if since we are spoiler alert, we are doing this next week. I I think we should save that for next week. Okay, uh, okay. I I do I do want to add to this part and then get on to the epilogue because yeah, yeah. I'm debating on uh, um, whether I want to cut this into two different parts and post we them like should. post them Wednesday Friday or Tuesday Thursday something like that. Uh, my, my my last the, my last part is I I think part six is probably I I, I want to say the best because of what we get, but I I probably would give it second best just because it doesn't give you a lot of character development that. Uh, you get with Cyborg and well, mostly yeah. Cyborg since he pretty much gets his whole story told. Um, yeah. But the one problem I have is that portal is opened up for so long, and oh, I, yeah. at first, at oh, first yeah. I did, <laughs> at first I didn't think it was like a portal. I thought it was just like something that they could see each other a through. TV or something. <laughs> but then, but then once they cut off Steppenwolf's head and he goes through the portal, I'm just like, why is Darkseid standing there for so long just watching? Like, why doesn't he just? Use his what are those lasers called? I forgot what they're called, but laser he, beams. He could have just killed everyone right there. Maybe not Superman, but possibly Superman. And they're just looking at each other like, "All right, I'll see you in the sequel." Like that kind of thing. And realistically, or even Superman could have shot his laser eye beams in there. Yeah, I, but I don't think Superman's strong enough to feed him alone. But I, I honestly. There's a lot of waiting in this movie and looking <laughs> and doing nothing. Watching. When they could have, when yeah. characters should have been doing something yep. and creating some type of difference in the scene. Um, but that's why I barely give it a passing grade, even though I, I it's stupid. I have fun with it uh, for the most part. Though, just don't think too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's and go ahead and get into the. Oh, go ahead, Albert. Sorry. Oh no, yeah. I, I'm just saying. I didn't think. I didn't think too hard while watching this movie. <laughs> you don't really have to. <laughs> Aquaman let's, let's understand this heading. movie. <laughs> oh, let's, let's get into the epilogue. <laughs> All right. Um, epilogue. I didn't take any notes on this because I had fun in the last uh, part six. So, mm-hmm. um, we it's called a father twice over. We get the recording of the uh, what's his Mister Stones? What's his name? His first name? I don't remember. Uh, Silas, I think. S- si- yeah, si- Cyrus. Silas. I think it's I think it's Silas. All right. Just go ahead. Um, we get the recording, and then Cyborg is listening to it. And uh, he understands what his father sacrificed for him. And uh, he realizes what, I guess, miracle his father has bestowed upon him. Um, and then we get like a bunch of almost end credit scenes. They should have been end credit scenes, but they were just a lot of endings to this movie. Uh, Lex Luthor has escaped and he is meeting with Deathstroke. And he finds out that Bruce Wayne is Batman. And uh, I remember seeing this in 2017. And I was excited for the Batman movie. I think it was supposed to have Deathstroke in it. And I think that would have been really cool. I definitely don't think that's happening. Uh, Maybe this movie will spark something uh, along the lines. An alternate timeline uh, multiverse stuff but 
um, Teen Titans movie where they fight Deathstroke. Yes. Set up the set up Deathstroke in there and continue him in Batman and because they fight him, movie. he's known as Slade in the Teen Titans series. Yeah, so, his name yeah. is Slade. He's the main villain over there. So. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But it's not gonna happen. <sighs> uh, yeah. With with the with the epilogue, <laughs> so it was so frustrating. At, at this point in the movie, I was just like. Oh my god, is it over yet? Like why are we why why are we getting all this stuff? It's like we're getting all six endings of a video game sequentially. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. you you get you get the 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 whole Deathstroke one and then you get the the Martian Manhunter. Yeah. Uh, after after the dream, of course, and the dream is um Superman becoming a bad guy and pretty much taking over the world and Batman has to team up with the Joker and and the Joker jacks him off and you know just stuff weird like that. No, he talks about his good reach around. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Jared Leto's Joker was so different in this movie than it was in the last one he was in, and it really bothers me. He he sounds like he's, I and I wrote it in in my notes. Is he sounds like he's trying to act more like Heath Ledger than yeah than. Uh, than his own Joker, and that just kind of, kind of bothered me. I could hear Heath Ledger's Joker in there, but I I think there's enough of his own personality. I think, um, I think it's absolutely a, not. Yeah, definitely. I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I for some reason I, even though this movie was barely a pass, I think that it's setting up something that I, I would want to see. Like these dream sequences, like I said, if done right, if the movies are appropriately paced and set, I want to see this the apo- apocalyptic world where Superman is the henchman of Darkseid and they have to defeat Superman and then defeat Darkseid with the limited surviving heroes and I guess villains teaming up with heroes. I'm I'm interested to see that. It seems like a Suicide Squad style movie, but um, I think it'd be much better than what we got with Suicide Squad. Uh, it, it made me hmm. excited, uh, and uh, if they go forward with this, uh, I'm I'm on this DC train, and until they give me some some stinkers. And they might, but I'm gonna be riding Instead, the train until they do. They've given you, wait, you said sinkers, stinkers. Oh, I, I was gonna make a joke about stinkers, so never mind. <laughs> they, they've 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 given us some pretty bad stinkers, already. Uh, out of out of the movies you've seen, um, what is your favorite DC movie and your least favorite? Um. For me, it, it I still haven't seen the first Wonder Woman, so that's that's a problem because, ironically, I've heard that's been the best one it's so far. Probably the best one, yeah. Uh, but out of the ones I have seen, I, I want to say Man of Steel. I I, yeah. I enjoyed Man of Steel, and yeah. my my least favorite is, is just Batman versus Superman. Yeah. I, 
I, I gave the original Justice League a two. I'd probably give Batman vs Superman a one. So, dang. I I wouldn't give it that low of a score, but the theatrical release is suffers from the same as the original Justice League. Just they obviously it was they they rushed the the movies. They shouldn't have put Batman and Superman in the same movie without Batman's first solo movie. They shouldn't have Batman done that. Batman versus Superman without <laughs> Superman. <laughs> yeah. Versus everyone versus Batman. Yeah. Uh, and then they... Th- there was... There was too much going into this movie without the solo movies. Like I said, if they introduced yeah. everyone... It, Batman versus Superman would have been cool. But... On top of Batman vs Superman, you also had the death of Superman storyline, which they had to toss in the last fifteen minutes, and then they had to resurrect Superman. There was a lot of weird decisions in this line of trilogy in this series of movies that, if they would have paced it out, switched the order a little bit differently, it, I would have liked it. But what we got, eh, it's it's. It's been decent to not so good. <laughs> with with Man of Steel and Wonder Woman being the, yeah. I think, the crown yeah. jewels. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but, Albert, have you seen any other DC movies besides uh, Batman vs. Superman? I've seen Man of Steel, but not for a while. Batman v Superman, okay. Wonder Woman 1 and 2. Okay. I think the only ones I have not seen are Aquaman and Shazam. Justice League theatrical cut. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Shazam's pretty good too. It's oh, just... and Shazam. Where's Shazam? In this I, whole thing. No, I don't know. Shazam came after the Justice League. Oh, okay. Probably. I, no, I'm looking um, at the, the films right now. Okay. Yeah, I think Shazam was 2018 or early 2019. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. Um, that was a fun movie, but uh, not very consequential to the overall arcing story of the DC universe. Gotcha. It was really self uh, self contained, right? Yeah. The only thing you get is a cameo from Superman, mm. and it's not even Henry Cavill. It's just it's probably someone else in the body a suit. Mm. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything else is self-contained. And it does not really affect the storyline. But it's a fun movie. It just doesn't really mean a lot. Yeah. yeah. With that being said, uh, do you guys have any anything else you guys want to to say or, or, or mention before I wrap this really long podcast oh. up? Yeah, I remember watching Batman... Aquaman, Wonder Woman, and The Flash slowly walk upstairs <laughs> to, <Yeah. laughs> to, to fight Steppenwolf and find Cyborg's dad. Yep. Welcome to the jungle. Let's slowly walk or down these stairs. Yeah. It was, it was something weird to watch superheroes use stairs when they don't have to. I don't think Batman could even make it up the stairs without, like... Being out of breath, but <laughs> he's wearing a lot of armor, and he's he's huge, so you makes you him need very to move slow. That, yeah, 
Um, one of the th- one of the things I had in my notes was uh, Batman yeah. glasses. Those are goofy. Yeah, those are goofy. Um, stupid. What the? Most of the time, when I watch a comic book movie, I'm not really interested in reading the comics. But for some reason, this movie, this universe, makes me want to venture into DC Comics. And I wasn't even like that with any of the Marvel movies. So I don't know what it is that some of these ideas interest me. We just didn't get them presented to us in uh, a good way. Uh, Mm -hmm. So maybe the comics will fill in spots that need to be filled in. Or maybe I just think that the DC characters are more interesting than the Marvel characters. But the movies are better on the other side. Some good sources, extended universe stuff I know about are the Killing Joke with the Joker. Yeah. And that dark, like Mad Max kind of looking thing is called Nightmare with a K. Okay. Yeah, so I I kinda wanna venture into comics and that's and that's kinda weird because I've seen better comic book movies that have not had the same curiosity for comics. Mm-hmm. So, that was something that kind of threw me off on this movie. There's some really good Batman comics. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the last little bit I have for this movie. All right, I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna wrap it up then. Whew. <laughs> All right. um, yeah, sorry for this extended long podcast. That we just did. I'm probably going to end up splitting it in two. And who knows? You guys may never know that I did that. I <gasps> might delete this whole epilogue I have Magic. right now. Um, anyways, Jugs and Plugs. Subscribe to us on Google pa- Podcast. Podcast. Google Podcast. Apple Podcasts. Stitcher. Spotify. Or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Uh, like. Share. Did you guys enjoy the Snyder Cut? Or did you just feel like it was two extra hours of hot trash? Stinky. <laughs> um, any other questions? Should we? Have? Nah, nah, that's it. Nah, that's so, so I'm what's tired. the what's the epilogue of this podcast called? Is it a podcast twice over time limit? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, that's really good. Uh, we're, we're we're keeping that in. Too much regret. <laughs> I, I I I thought that was good, Jesse. That was really good. Um, this has been the Legendary Sip Podcast, and join us next time for the Avengers, the original movie. Um, yep. Will this be the sip we've been looking for? Bye. <laughs>